Um, because I'm masculine presenting, that's how I attract them. But what keeps them is the fact that I know how to be gentle when it's time to be gentle. And I have grace for who I love. So I'm the type of person, I'm super understanding. I, I can like, if we get into a situation, I'ma see the overview of everything. I'm gonna know that you're not mad at me. I'm gonna take myself out the equation. You're not mad at me. You're just mad at the expectation you had and you probably feel like you was let down. What's up everybody and welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black LGBTQIA individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, joined today by a very special guest, y'all. She ain't new to the YouTube streets, man. Y'all already know. We got Grams in the building. Grams, tell the people about yourself. What a new young Grams youngin, YouTuber, fashion enthusiast, clothing brand, CEO of Aaron Finesco, just a content creator. Big deal. Yeah, man. You doing it all. You doing it all. You got a little bit of everything happening. I'm trying to get it all over myself, man. I that feel it. Sense. I feel it, man. Hey, you got to hustle. You got to hustle oh. out here. You got to have multiple jobs. Ain't, ain't, nothing, ain't, ain't no shame in that, for sure. Word. Um, word. But so so thank you for sure for coming on the show and, um, you know, spending some time with me. But you already know, man, we got we to gotta go back to the beginning when you know that you like them ladies. Mm. Um, shit, I was a youngin. I was like probably, I want to say like seven or eight. I was super, super young. And I, I realized it when I was watching the movie Boys to the Side. That's one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies. And I was like feeling for the females. Like it was about three women that was on a road trip, basically. And I was like feeling for each of them. Like the type of feelings I was having was like, oh man, she got her heart broke. I would have never did her like that. And I was like, hold on, wait. Why I'm over here like talking about what I would do for another woman at seven or eight. So I really yeah. didn't understand it, but I was super young. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's most, most people be like super young. Was you, uh, did you start dating girls like way back then? Or like, did you like, you know, when you play, you know, when you have, you know, little kids had girlfriends and boyfriends and stuff like that. Did you like lean into that then? Or did you date guys or like, how, how was that process? Um, back then when I was like seven or eight, definitely used to be the husband every time. (laughs) Always daddy. So Mm -hmm. that but as I was getting older, like when I got into middle school, I was dating boys because society made it seem like that's the only way to seem normal. But um, as I got older, I kind of like, when I turned about 12 or 13, I knew for sure that I was like into females. And I, it was to the point I was bullying my little boyfriends that I thought I had. Like, <laughs> if I wanted to break up with me, I'm like, why you break up with me? And I beat you up. Like, I never had like any type of, feelings for for dudes like that to, like any type of empathy none of that I just didn't care yeah yeah no we both, it. We both was masculine it was battle of the nuts <laughs> <laughs> being up the being up the dudes on the play yard like you breaking over me no nah, you ain't breaking over me why you ain't write me back right <laughs> I was the bully 
That's wild. That's wild. So as far as like when you was going through like school and stuff like that, did you um were you you were always a tomboy? Did you always dress masculine or did you ever have a phase where you dressed like more girly or anything like that? I was always a tomboy. So it wasn't nothing new to anybody when I came out and everybody knew I wanted to be a stud. I was always dressing like a boy, acting like a boy. Really, for real, for real, middle school, the girls used to be like, walk me to my locker, boyfriend. Like, they used to play around like, my boyfriend and having reasons to flirt with me on the low. Like, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Been a boy. Um, nah, that's lit. That's lit. So, uh, how was your parents with you, like, coming out, the process of coming out and stuff like that? Were they cool? Did you have to have, like, long conversations with anybody or was it all good? Uh, I grew up with my, my mom. My dad and my mom divorced when I was, like, five years old, three or five, three, in between three and five years old. So growing up, I was living with my mom and she really kind of sensed it, but she wasn't shocked because I was always a responsible kid. So she know if I was telling her something that I wanted to do, she had faith and that I was like gonna do, be the best at anything I wanted to do, whether that was my sexuality, whether that was basketball, whether I wanted to be in musicals, like my mom just always trusted me. So she didn't really take it too, too hard. And by the time that I told her, because I was like 13 when I told her I wanted to like be gay and I wanted to dress like a boy, I had a job by then. I was working at Wendy's. So it was more so like, this is what I'm going to do. So my mom was like, all right, mom was, I'm not the one buying you boxers and boys. <laughs> you cool with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once you get that first job, man, it's up. Word. And once you tell your mama, it's up. You good. Like, you like, oh, what? Man, I don't care about good. nobody. What y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yep. The rest of them family members that be like, mm, you got something to tell me? Nah, actually, I don't. Uh, I already talked to mommy. mommy Word. Mommy. Yeah, for oh. real. Nah, for real. It's, man, people, once moms know, it's all up from there. You don't even, you don't even really be tripping. Um, so then, like, as far as, like, you know, obviously going through, like, you know, 20s, kind of young adulthood, um, how was your confidence? Like, how did you, you know, as far as like, just saying, you know, this is who I am and, you know, how did you uh, navigate that and like feeling comfortable with yourself hundred percent? I was super confident because I felt like I was a rare breed. Like I was the only one that was kind of like, there was studs back then. And of course we had like the brat cause I'm an eighties baby. So growing up, we had the brat as our only influence for real, for real. And she was still wearing bows in her hair and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I really felt like I was a rare breed I have my own lane and because I know how to dress and I'm in the fashion I like I felt like the confidence was up there just because I was I was changing people's minds like they was looking at me like yeah that's grounds but grounds she gay but she flies fuck like yeah. I always want to add that butt to it like if I'm going to do something I want to be the best at it so yeah my confidence was there nobody can make me feel bad about what I wanted to do because for one my mom knew <clears throat> But two, I just felt like I was the shit. Yeah, yeah. That that's I mean, that's the key though, right? It's like leaning into it and feeling like it's me. You know what I mean? We doing this. This is it. This is we yeah, 100 percent Absolutely. Nah, that's what's up. So then dating, um, you were obviously in a public relationship on YouTube, and we'll talk about like just navigating from you know that journey of like being in public uh with a relationship and then you know obviously you know if, if the relationship lasts or done last 
you know, the entitlement of people into your business and stuff like that. And then now going into your own independent things and stuff like that. But just talk about dating, um, how that's been for you. Um, and then, you know, obviously uh, dating in public and, you know, how that kind of all, all translates. Real talk, dating in the public eye is a fun thing, but it has its pros and cons because it's like people don't never think further than what they see in the picture. So if you portraying yourself to be happy because y'all matching and y'all look cute together, people only see it as that. They don't want to hear and they don't care about what's going on behind the scenes until what's behind the scene is brought to the forefront. So dating in the public eye, it has its pros and cons and I mean, doing it and vlogging for YouTube and bringing people into your lives, they, your crowd starts to feel like you owe them, like your, your privacy, like yeah. tell you, like you, why you ain't tell us, but they don't like to read it between the lines. Like <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure like, y'all done caught me post some memes before where it sounded like I wasn't happy, but y'all ignored that because I posted a cute picture with someone and you think that we, we just look cute. And sometimes you just have to portray, you know what I'm saying, like everything is okay for the internet. And it does cause a little bit of suppression a little bit because yeah. it's like, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the type of person, like, I don't like to put my business out there for real. I don't like to speak on the details of my relationships. I tell you what I want you to know. So yeah. it's frustrating when people start demanding you to explain what you got going on because sometimes you don't even know what's going on you know what I'm saying you got to figure yourself out and Mm -hmm. they automatically want an explanation what if I can't explain you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying no that's major because I mean you talk about like uh them wanting an explanation and um you you like me I think you know like I mean early mid-30s right you come from a different era where like we kind of came into social media but we were born into a time where people didn't have to post everything like you didn't have to like you didn't have to feel the need to like oh if I if I don't post a picture if I don't talk about it it didn't happen you know we didn't grow up in that era so like the idea of having all your business on the internet is kind of like what up it's your host Ashley and I'm interrupting this podcast to ask are you following us have you downloaded the podcast? Are you subscribed to us on YouTube? If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all platforms, Queerly Black. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Peace. Some of us gravitated towards Some of us are like, nah, I'm going to keep right. some stuff to myself, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. just deciding to be public, deciding to just kind of have your business out there, you know, people do want that 360 view. But then at the same time, it's like right. we're just at a, at a different we came into it at a different time where we exercise that discretion and be like, you know, I know mm-hmm. y'all, I know, I know what y'all see. And I'm going to say one or two sentences, but that's it. Like, I'm not, I'm not right. even going to talk. I'm not going into the details of my business. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing right. it and being cool with that, you know, and just being like, that's what it is. And so, you know, I think that's the, I feel like takeaway from like being in a public relationship. It's just like, look, it's not really my business. Like some shit just don't work out. And if, we wasn't on the internet it wouldn't be no difference we ain't gonna talk about we ain't gonna talk about what what's in the middle we it don't matter it don't matter we're we're both happy we're moving on we're doing something else like let's you know keep and pushing and then once you get into 
Right. And then once you get into a new relationship, this is who I'm with now. And if I wasn't on the internet, this is who I would be with. You just get to see it because I'm on the internet. And right. that's it. <laughs> you know, so and you get those comments when they like, uh, well, you don't want to put your life out there. Well, I'm deciding to take my life privacy and all well, that. Well, I'm deciding so, not to put this part of my life out there. How about that? <laughs> that's my choice. But, yeah, yeah, that's my choice. It definitely so, has its pros and cons being in the public eye, but um, I, I kind of, you know, dealt with what I went through for the last two years privately, even though it seemed like it was public and all that. I, I, took, I took all that in internally and like, I'm, I kind of started worried about what was more important to me yeah. and my feelings and my emotions. And I just started casting everybody out and I was able to do that and still keep the person I'm with happy despite of whatever anybody else is saying about me. So I, I'm just thankful that, you know what I'm saying? I had God and I put my faith in him that everything was going to be better for me and get better because it was to a point where I, like my money was getting impacted by, you know, just transitioning from relationship, one relationship to another. And with the rumors that was being said, like people were really doubting me and it just, it was a lot. It was a yeah. lot, but I'm just thankful that I had that strength to like still not let that take me under because there's people that really, you know, off themselves because mm -hmm. they can't handle that type of pressure. I'm just thankful yeah. I'm not one of them. And I'm glad that, you know, I say I can still tell my story regardless of what people think of me because, you, you know, people try to hush you because they yeah. don't want to hear the truth. They don't care. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's had its pros and cons to answer yeah. your question. We could talk about this all day, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we went. Yeah, we we um, you know, I think this is the biggest thing with with that because I, I, you know, I don't even like to get into the the nitty gritty of 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 that you know kind of thing because I, it's very sensitive and you know it's you know it is what it is to me. You know, I feel like um, the biggest thing is just you you take yourself out of the situation in terms of I gotta go inside I gotta go into myself and say like yeah. all right like this social media thing is one thing but like as a person I gotta be okay you know yeah. I gotta I gotta go and spend that time with myself I gotta you know navigate through who I am now because mm -hmm. you know from one relationship to the to the next you're different you know you're not you you take you take you take things you leave things and you evolve into somebody else every single time. And so, or, you know, if, if, if you're focused on growth, right. And, and being yeah. a better person, then of course that's, that's naturally what would happen. Um, and I think that's the biggest takeaway is that like you exercise discretion and you say, you know, uh, there's certain things I'm just not going to talk about because I just don't want to, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go internal and, and I'm going to go deal with myself. I'm going to go figure out what I need to do for me to be a better person and go into the next situation better and, you know, take some things, leave some things behind and, and keep it moving. So I could be the best version of myself. Facts. And, and one thing with us, with me being an eighties baby, I, I'm like, I'm big on like actions speak louder than words. So it's like, I could show you respect without having to have a conversation with you to tell you what I did to respect you because I believe yeah. the best way to see a person is when you're not looking at them. And yeah. I'm the type of person, everything I'm not saying, you should be able to hear exactly if like me and you having a conversation, everything you don't say, I'm a hear. So I'm going to learn mm -hmm. a lot about you through conversation. And I like that 
about me. Like the time frame that I grew up in, I can implement that in the generation that we're in and the way things are move right now. Like mm-hmm. I could put two and two together. So it's like I got the best of both worlds. You know, so yeah. I could unlearn what I've learned in the past and relearn to be this new person, be this new me. And I just hope that people understand that you know what I'm saying? I, I'm very, I'm a very respectful person. I don't have to tell you how I respect you for you to know I'm respecting you. And the people that I've dealt with one-on-one that went to the public talking crazy about me, the respect I have for them didn't allow me to do, to match energies. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's one thing I wanted to get out and say. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I respect. Um, dope, man. Well, so now dating now in a new relationship um but prior to that even you know just coming out of a longer relationship you know how was dating for you you know um specifically as a you know masculine presenting woman um you know (laughs) coming in with that you know that energy um how was that experience for you dating um because I'm masculine presenting that's how I attract them but what keeps them is the fact that I know how to be gentle when it's time to be gentle and I have grace for who I love. So I'm the type of person, I'm super understanding. I I can like, if we get into a situation, I'm gonna see the overview of everything. I'm gonna know that you're not mad at me. I'm gonna take myself out of the equation. You're not mad at me. You're just mad at the expectation you had and you probably feel like you was let down. And the only reason why you had this expectation is probably because you weren't getting this somewhere prior to meeting me. So I'm the type of person, I like to see everything and understand everything. And I could tell, I learned my mate. So I could tell you more about yourself than you could tell you, you about yourself, you know what I'm saying? And that's my advantage of being masculine, presenting and, you know, dating right now, like, I've learned a lot. So yeah, it's just, yeah. it's easy dating for me. It's easy. It's just that, you know, we in this world where everybody is mixing and mingling with everybody and social media makes the world so much smaller. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. like, I had to get right off the market. I probably was on the market for 24 hours. I was like, yep, I'm cuffing who I'm with. We finna make this shit work. Cause I don't want to be out here in these streets. I didn't seen this treacherous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's wild. It's wild out here. Um, <laughs> um so have you ever run into situations where like uh there was assumptions made about who you might be because of how you looked? So, you know, obviously if you're masculine presenting, people assign like male things to you because of the way you look. And yeah. if if she's a femme, you know, there are things about her. Have you been in situations like that? How have, how have they gone? Yeah, back when I used to date females that were straight and turned them gay, they have these expectations of studs that they're supposed to come in the door being like the provider, the daddy, the 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 the, so, the security guard. Like they put all of these crazy expectations. Like, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not dating no more females that like used to be straight and want to and just came over and your last mate was a was a nigga like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> if 
every female that done dated a nigga, man, they be over here thinking that these studs is us studs is niggas, and that don't be the case. Like we gentle too, we got emotions too, and they be feeling like just because you wear the pants and they sag a little that you can't communicate your feelings with them because that's too much being a woman and that ain't what real niggas do they start comparing you so yeah. i don't been in situations like that what up it's your host ashley and i'm interrupting this podcast to ask are you following us have you downloaded the podcast are you subscribed to us on youtube if you've not already go ahead and subscribe to the youtube channel Follow us on all platforms, Queerly Black. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Peace. But that was only with women that, like, still either want niggas in real life or just simply just don't understand a female or a woman or how a woman wants to be loved because they don't try to understand a woman based off of how their appearance is. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was treacherous. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the, the, I'll take straight the, lesbian, please. Yeah. <laughs> but I find it. All right. But uh, so those in those situations, a lot of times those you were the first girl that they had ever dated. Yeah, mm. I used to be real strict on like turning females out because I used to when I was younger. I used that used to stroke my ego. It used to make me feel more like a man. When I was younger, I used to think that I have to act like a man to get a girl. But now mm-hmm. it's like no, I want to be gentle because I want us to understand each other. I don't want it mm-hmm. to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where we just battling each other, ego and pride. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> because, because I don't think people understand that nuance, right? Of like dating a girl that's a lesbian who understands what it means to date another woman yeah. and dating somebody who's been with men before because of all those preconceived notions that you talked about, like all the things that come, that they come into the relationship with having dated men before, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just a wild, it's a wild comparison that people don't all need. Nine times out of 10, these niggas ain't need treat, treat you. Right. That's why you over here trying to get a stud to give you what a nigga never gave you. He never did. Too high. Come up off your high Come off your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you giving what you asking for. You know what I'm saying? That that you coming you you asking for. You know what I'm saying? The whole world, but you giving like a small city in Missouri. You're giving a, like, <laughs> you know? a small city, but over here mm-hmm. asking for me to gift wrap the globe. Nah, Can't it's cool. Do- I got you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so let's talk about uh fashion. So you into fashion? Um, yes. you've you know had you know, clothing lines, um, different things like that. You got some stuff coming up. Talk about, talk about your fashion. Well, I'm actually about to drop my next collection. It's called She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. I'm planning for it to drop on my birthday, January 30th, which is in the next two weeks. But production is a little bit slower on my end because I'm like a one-man army with the help of my baby. She be helping me out and giving me pointers and stuff. But it's it's looking like it's gonna drop probably around Valentine's Day up in that area. But Aaron Finesco, yo, that's my baby. I started taking life serious once I gave birth to my brand because you have to protect it. I know they yeah. say a village raises a child, but I treat my baby like a child, so I make sure ain't nobody around me that's gonna help, that's gonna bring me down or bring the brand down. So. 
I'm just excited for everything that's to come. I, I, man, I was looking back and I, I thought I've been in production longer than that. I thought Aaron Finesco was around for at least four years. And I was like, I look back, like, and I only been doing this for like two years now. So I've been putting so much pressure on myself and setting so many expectations because I just really could see myself where I'm, where it's heading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my goal is to have it in, have my brand and Neiman Marcus and, and Saks Fifth. Like, that's my goal. Like, I don't want to be in Kohl's or, you know what I'm saying? Any in the Kohl's. Yeah. I just wanted to stay so like, I just, I just want to take it to the next level. I am going to take it to the next level. I got to speak that out. I got to manifest. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Anything's possible for sure. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. it. I love you this. You put it in the work. So why not? Right. You're already putting it, where you take, it takes as much work to get into Kohl's as it do to get into Neiman Marcus, you know? It, yeah. I mean, it's a store. You still got yeah, to get the contacts. You got to probably do a presentation, network, have good quality, this, that, and the third. So, I mean, why not? Right. Right. If I get in Kohl's, I know I'm going to take Kohl's brand. I'm going to take that store to the next level. 100%. But Neiman Marcus, well, because I, the work I put into it is high quality. My prices is it's it's a million dollar business. It's a billion dollar corporation. Like I'm, I got to speak that out and I got to really see myself there. And that's the only place I can see it at. Kohl's, I'm okay with. I'm still grateful and thankful, but hey, Neiman Marcus me, please, because this is where the celebrities shop. I need Kim Kardashian and Kanye West shopping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you you but if you remember, like even I mean, I remember when Kim Kardashian had a line in Sears. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I remember when Nicki Minaj had a collaboration with Kmart. Yo, you know, yeah. so let me yeah. stop. They got money too. Let me stop, but hold on, Kmart out of business. Came out of the business, but I'm just saying, Nicki Minaj, nah, who is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, higher level. Had yeah. a collab with, because the bag was there. So why not, right? right? Wherever the bag is bag at. Bag is a bag. Bag is a okay. bag. Whatever they check got on it. Do it better you than me? It. No. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Um, so gossiping with Grams. Gossiping with Grams. What's the plan? What you going to be doing over there? What can the people expect? What you going to be hey. talking about? What could be talking Let about? Us know. Right? experiences journey today's today's drama today's like all everything that's up to date trending topics like personal people's personal journeys i want to get big names on there i would like to have you on here like nothing but a call okay it's a platform for people to come and just share their experiences through life because we all walk different walks of life but we all head into the same place so my story or the next person's story can help somebody else's journey or be the light in the tunnel for somebody who could be lost, you know? Yeah, so I feel like I have no problem dropping gems, dropping knowledge, giving game. So I might as well have a platform where it's strictly about that. So I'm going to switch my platform because it was Graham's Youngin and I was vlogging a lot, switching that to just straight gossip with grounds podcast where we talk about one thing because that's basically what I was doing in my vlogs sitting in the kitchen talking about my life and my journey but I don't want it yeah. to just be about me no more yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's the, that's that 
I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Dope, man. Well, hey, we about to play a quick little game because you know, um, uh oh, we, you know, hey, we got, we gotta find out a little bit more about you real quick. Yeah, you know, we are gonna play a little game of this or that. Okay, this or that. Let's go. All right. So, <clears throat> boxers or underwear? Boxers all day. Boxers. Sports bra or underwire? Sports bra. It's not the underwire of- though, but the underwire be. <laughs> No, no underwear. underwear. What's that? That's a bra, ain't it? We don't need to show the shape of nothing. We'll need to sh- yeah. Light Light it down. Out. Yeah. Hey. I feel it. Uh, <laughs> pay or have her pay? Um, I'll pay because you know what I'm saying I'm zaddy. But if she pay, she might get. She might get me. She might get some, get a little prize. Get her a prize, hey man! Look, she'll never pay for another one. Mm. She, she paid, she paid the right one. You know what okay. I mean? Films, that's a secret. Pick up the first <laughs> bill, you never pick up another Word, bill. Again. Listen to that free game, film. It's a different energy right there. It's a different energy. Pick up that bill. Um, laundry or cooking? Um, I'm actually getting into cooking, so I like cooking, but I love doing laundry. Something about just knowing that my clothes is clean mm-hmm. and the house is clean. It just it sets the tone. So sure. I'll be both. I'm on the boat sure. if I pick both. Day at the spa or watch watch sports all day? Day at the spa. I like to get rubbed down. I love to relax. I like to relax. Pillow princess or I'm on top? Hold on, wait. The film Pillow Princess? You. you. Me? Whoa, okay. <laughs> you a pillow All princess? Right. No, I ain't no pillow. Nothing about the pillow princess. But I but I, I'm on top. Like I like to be the one in control. I feel you. I feel you. Control hey man, point. listen. Word, word. It I mean, you know, especially if she paid that bill. She paid. <laughs> hey, that's how my boo got me. I ain't even flex, bro. Like, hey, we went on our first date and I was going to pay for it. She was like, I got it. I was like, for real? I wanted to step right out of my boxes. For real? <laughs> you got me, baby. And that's why I'm here today. Now we going two years strong. All that's lit. That's lit. That's lit. <laughs> nah, that's lit. I'm sure it's more to it, but she paid that bill. That set the tone. No, way more to it. She's yeah. loyal, though. She a rider. I love her. She's such a boss. That's and she an earth sign, too. That's what's up. That's lit. Nah, that's lit. Hey, man, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Gossip with Grams on, hold on, Gossip with Grams Youngin on YouTube. You can find me at Grams Youngin on Instagram, Grams Youngin on TikTok. And if you want to shop my clothing line, Aaron Finesco, you could go to Aaron Finesco at Instagram or shop www.aaronfinesco.com. Spell it out, Aaron Finesco. Spell it out. E R Y F I N E S S. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. I'm spelling wrong. It that shit out. Hold on. It's E-R-Y-N-F-I-N-E-S-S-C-O dot com. Aaron Finesco. And I'll link it all. You know, I had the links below and everything like that. So they can check you out. Everybody can check you out. Um, dope, man. Well, look, man, Grams, I'm so glad you came through, man. This is a great conversation. Giving a new perspective. I wish you nothing yeah. but love, prosperity this year. It's gonna be an amazing year, 2023. Big, big, big sure. business for everybody. Um, y'all already know I'm your host, Ashley. This is another episode of the Quirly Black Show, and I'm gonna catch y'all on the next one. Peace. Gotta go. <laughs>